So, listeners, we're back for our final episode of 2023. You know, we've yeah. had a bit of a hiatus due to the holidays and a lot of work, busy time of the year for both of us. And I just want to be upfront because I believe in total transparency here at Beyond the Bus Productions under uh, Wongstar uh, Royco Productions, <laughs> LLC. Um, that we've had a little bit of a scandal going on behind the scenes, and I need to, I'm working to address that, and I want to be full transparency. Uh, mm. A scandal involving Phil, uh, no, who is uh, the, the diversity inclu- chief diversity and inclusion officer, right, Phil? So, yes. So first of all, right, if people are unaware, right, on a little context, if you are unaware about uh, Abram Candy. Which listeners will know that I just gush about him. You know, every episode, I just use my hero who had my respect and adoration. The publishing set the publisher world on fire with 15 books about how to be an anti racist. Literally, they're all titled that, just variations on it how to be an anti racist baby, how to be, you know, excessive Hedra. And then, you know, he got like a $500 million endowment or something ridiculous from Boston College to like fun anti racism research. And then in recent months, it's been coming out that that funding was grossly misspent. No research has been produced. No, nothing. No papers. No, no real progress. Funding is just grossly misspent, and tons of t- hundreds of millions of dollars that could have been spent on like financial aid, you know, to uplift. Even talk about anti-racism. How many black students could have gotten in for free college for that? Right. So that prompted me you know because i totally you know my hero even kendi and as everyone knows I, i'm a support you know uplift, believe in uplifting our bipoc latinx lgbtqitiaa etc community um and and you know we have land acknowledgement every episode because i want to acknowledge that there are any to acknowledge that this land that phil and i are speaking on used to belong to uh the people that used to live there before before the white man killed them and yes. you know, even though neither me or Phil are white, nor nor did we do anything because we were born hundreds of years later. We need to acknowledge that, and we need to acknowledge the people that came from them for them. It's like dinosaurs, and the star people, uh, the very important star people, right? The star people. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, it's really problematic that you don't acknowledge the star people, Phil. You know, they came here. Oh. They came here to like to, to to engage their cultural hunts, right? You know, hunting the Comanche people and hunting uh, people in in, in the, the military commandos in, in uh, the Central American jungles, right? And their long battle against the xenomorphs. Right? <laughs> Star people. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Question, so I did some investigation on, on you know, Phil with his DEI certification <laughs> that, he, that he got through years of hard work and study. Uh, and, and examining what he's done to improve mm-hmm. diversity and inclusion at uh, the Omnibus Productions. Okay. And Phil, I discovered that the the fund the funds I established for you were were I don't see anything done with that. It's grossly misspent. You know, I gave you you know a, a staggering total of four hundred twenty dollars sixty nine cents to to research how do we improve. Diversity inclusion, omnibus production, and nothing. Well, can you tell me what what viable what viable research have you produced from from this grant of four hundred twenty dollars and sixty nine cents? 
All right, so with this grant of $425.65, the research came back inconclusive um, because they were like, yo, you have a black guy and an Asian guy like working on these productions. Um, What more inclusiveness inclusivity do you need i'm like i we need more you know we okay. need a... can you can you please account for me how the, how every set of the 429 420 dollars 69 cents was spent i don't see a list of expenses or what okay. professors what did you hire what research what internships for all i know sure. you could have spent that on on food and and jordan's you know, I think this is a, a life-changing amount of money to solve the issue of racism and homophobia and transphobia. You know, all the well, in that fact, let me go ahead and pull up my invoice right now. Uh, so, of the $425, right, $10 had... The exact eight. amount, and the fact that you, the exact amount is $420.69. Oh. I, I'm very... I'm a little discouraged. You got the amount wrong. That number is very important. Sorry, four hundred and twenty and sixty-nine cents. Right. Yes. So ten dollars went to making collect calls. <laughs> right, because we had to do first contact the uh, prison. We had to call prison prisoners. Right, and uh, get their understanding of why they are not being treated as humans behind bars. Um. Uh. So uh, that was the first big thing, right? Uh, another ten dollars that went to uh, lunch uh, for the prisoners <laughs> because, like, they they weren't willing to talk with us on the phone, so we had to bribe them with something. Um, it was either food or cigarellos, and I was not purchasing cigarellos, so I went ahead and bought them a pizza from Little Caesars. Uh, not the greatest pizza in the world, so like they got the short end of the stick of that because I would wish Little Caesars on my worst enemy. Um, let's see, a hundred dollars, uh, went towards the, um, talking with, uh, a professor at, uh, UMT. But what pray tell uh, is UMT? Uh, University of, uh, Minnesota. What's a T? Where's a T in that? Oh, the T? Uh, the T is supposed to be a part of, like, because the, oh, wait, no, wait, wait, Minnesota is MN, right? Fuck, what is MT then? Oh, okay. I caught, listen, I, think, I caught him in a lie, all right? A hundred dollars in this fictional school, all right? Misappropriate. All right, I'm going to be, I'm going to receive some receipts for University of this, this, this Mystery School, Phil. Okay. This is, no, it was a school in, in, in Minnesota. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, $30 had went to, uh, a shiatsu. Shiatsu. Like just a dog a or the massage? The massage. Okay. Uh, because a lot of the research was very, uh, stressful. So, like, we had to get the, the knots out of our shoulders. Uh, uh, and then another $40 had gone to, uh, research papers in, uh, in the West Indies. Uh, trying to trace back our lineage um, and how that is able to revolve around between like the what do they call the Olmec people to the to the black people that type of connection that was going on so we spent forty dollars on that. Uh, let's see. Why does uh, it, it cost forty dollars to write a research paper? 
Uh, no, it wasn't a research paper. It's to get the the information um, from the from these uh, the bureauc for the uh, the bureaucrats. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Admission fee, like when we went to grad school. Yeah, kind of, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see, sixty-five cents uh, went towards the purchase of Swedish fish. I'm very impressed. You found Swedish fish for sixty-five cents. Uh, Swedish fish are five cents a pop. Oh well, I can only buy them. I can only find them in bags, where you have to give them like two, three bucks. So. Oh, uh, at the bodega, um, you can see it would sell them like in the individual packets. So we just spent sixty-five cents on uh, Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, the next thing we had here was another hundred dollars on uh, a car rental vehicle. For what? What? What possible reason could you need a car rental vehicle for this? Uh, so again, living in a metropolitan area, I'm so used to buses and trains that I don't really need a vehicle. But the places that we had to go to required a car because the rest of America is apparently it's either a suburb or a highway. There's nothing in between, as well as the infrastructure just being ass. Um, there's it's fascinating enough. There's a there's a aesthetic called Burger Core. Where you like you're driving down like those strips and it just be like strip malls on the side and then it would just be like gas stations and then like fast food joints. This is this is what your research has produced. It's just you finding out about Burger Core instead of how to improve how to solve racism. You see, so I'm glad you mentioned that, right? So Burger Core is inadvertently racist. Okay. Right? You're gonna have to elaborate. So, all right. So I don't otherwise, know you, otherwise I might have to reconsider your position as a chief diversity inclusion officer here at the Alibus Productions. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but when it comes to major highways, right? Um, let me use Atlanta, for example, right? Um, there are some highways that cut through neighborhoods. Is there anything like that in, in uh, Portland? Yeah, I'm pretty sure every every freeway and highway cuts through a neighborhood in, a, okay. in, every, in every city. <laughs> Okay, do you know why? Why, Phil? Please tell me why. Enlighten me. Okay, Okay. so a lot of these neighborhoods used to be high-value black neighborhoods. Okay? Uh, so prior to the idea of white flight, right, um, white people used to live in the cities, black people used to live in like outside of the cities in, like, suburbs, um, it wasn't until we start to see like the transition of like more uh, African Americans coming into the cities for like city living. That's when we start to see that white flight. Um, but these people still live working. In, I mean, sorry, these people still work in the city. So in order to help like mitigate the idea of like going from suburb to city for work, uh, people, officials in government uh, made plans to make highways that would cut through these black neighborhoods, allowing these white people to, you know, be able to drive into the city for work. So, Phil, that is a tragic, appalling revelation of history, is what I would say if you hadn't cut out for most of it. Um, <sighs> and, and you know, I'm sorry, you know, you could have spent that hundred, part of that $420 these nice heads on improving our internet to communicate this with me. Uh, we're going to have to hold like seven Zoom meetings about this. Um, 
So, uh, you know, we got the scandal, right? Listen, here's what I've been dealing with, investigating this. And two, I really have discovered I'm questioning Phil's DEI credentials here, right? You know why? Because, you know, you're, you're a DEI, you're here to, you learn about prejudice and, and racism and the difference between that and whatnot, I'm assuming, yes. right? Yeah, but yet, yeah, you yeah. haven't, you still, yet, you still haven't finished Snowfall? You haven't caught up with Snowfall? Huh? Explain that. <laughs> So because I was so knee deep in this research, I just haven't really had the time to sit down and watch Hulu. Uh, at, uh, what is it called? FX on Hulu? Racist. I think that's fucking racist. All right. You would, you would make time if he was uh, about white. If he was, if, it was, if uh, David Inch's character was white. I definitely would not. Okay. And more importantly, more importantly, uh, you still haven't watched Blue Beetle? All right. Why do you hate uh, Latinx superheroes so much? You still haven't watched Blue Beetle? Despite your DEI inclusion, huh? Explain that to me. Uh, Just you know, that. I I did not. Is uh, is Blue Beetle on Max? It has been on Max for at least two weeks. I think closer to a month. Okay, see, I I had no idea. So now uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw that into my queue right now. And yeah, so it's it's ready to go. I'm going to watch Blue Beetle someday. It's listeners, the it's cut out again, but. That's- Okay, Phil, I didn't catch any of that because it cut out. But I just want to say your silence is incriminating. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, don't, you're, you're only going to take, don't take your anger out of me. Okay? Phil, Phil, no, no. Oh, gosh. Anyways, if you like Blue Vito, uh, you're not probably not going to like this movie very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our segue, listeners, for twi- the last segment of 2023. Uh, yes, that was, that right, was so, the one. Yeah, so I thought I, I need to get closure. I want to do one last episode for, for 2023. Nick, let's putting up for that. What few of you are left. And I thought, you know what? We got we to gotta finish. We got to finish what we started. So we got to finish. We got an hour left of this terrible Flash movie. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's for Miller. Um... I guess I could, if I could have linked it to the whole when I just talked about this DEI scandal. Speaking, damn, I should have said, speaking of scandals, we have uh, it was It was right there. It was right there. All right. So, do you, wanna, do you remember, Phil, you recap what's happened in this movie? I don't really remember what happened in this movie. You know, I've bits and pieces. So, The Flash, he runs fast. Um... He put a baby in a microwave, um, and then he ran so fast he went back in time and ran into himself and gave him. So there was two flashes, and he gave himself powers. That's that's all I remember. Yeah, and now because of that, there's time more time travel shenanigans because for some reason that affects Superman not being there to stop Kryptonians. I don't know. Based mm-hmm. on the Flash comic, Flashpoint. I don't. Very mediocre. Um, we got an hour 25. Let's finish it off for 2023. So we're going to listen at home. You can follow along. This is available on HBO Max, Max and I, maybe Netflix now because they've been pouring a lot of stuff. So we're going to. Oh, yeah. Or it. Tubi because Tubi has a lot of stuff like that now as well. So you can watch it with ads the way God intended. All right. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hit resume. This is All literally right. the same timestamp where I left it on the previous showing of like 59 minutes. 
yes. Alright, it's loading a little slow for me because my internet sucks. Um, uh, how's it How's it for you, Phil? Uh, it's playing. Alright, it's back. So, Barry... This other Barry got out of his chair. Is that what you're? Is that where you're at, more or less? They they just walked out of a door. And now they're in a taxi. Okay, to... I see. Yeah, yeah, same thing. They're going to, I guess, Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so... how close is Gotham to Central City? I guess it must be very close for. I mean, I don't know. Taxis, can, you can you can go anywhere in a taxi if you're willing to pay the fare. I. Yeah, I guess, but wasn't the whole thing about Barry was like he was like in in what's his name's universe in Scott Snyder's universe? It was but like also was, on top of that, like Wayne Manor isn't is is in the city. It's way out there, right? Yeah, it's like on the outskirts. Yeah, so I don't know where do you get the money to pay the taxi? These are the questions we need to be addressed with this. These these are of all the problems with this movie, right? This is clearly one of them, right? <laughs> Uh, so many problems with this movie, which everyone has said. Oh, they're playing some cool music. It's a needle drop. I'm sure it'd be cool if I had the sound on, but we turned the sound mm-hmm. off so we could focus on our commentary. Yeah. Oh, this is the big reveal for like the thing that it should have been a big cool thing, but they spoiled it instantly in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah, yeah, because it's uh, I guess Michael Keaton Batman. Oh, really? But, I was really hoping it was uh, George Clooney. That would have been fucking funny. Although we'll see <laughs> by the end. Um. You know, I was just rewatching the Batman what, two weeks ago. It goes on Netflix, and it mm-hmm. just reminds me of how that was a better, so much a better movie than this. So mm. much a better movie than this. Um, do you know anyone who watched this movie, Phil? Personally, mm, honestly, no. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I know anybody who's seen The Flash. Uh, I don't know if I've seen anyone either. Just everyone, the the people I know who would be interested, they were turned off partially by how the quality, but also all the stuff around Ezra Miller as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would not fault anyone for not want to check out this movie <laughs> because of that. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. Because, like, this, uh, this was a lot. And there's some person kicking Barry... I don't know who this person is with long hair. It's like, probably old man Bruce Wayne. I don't think this is Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Threw, this person threw a pan and the Flash is dodging the pan and throwing alcohol. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on right now. This is such a bizarre choice. Right. Camera work is like kind of whatever. I mean, they're doing some 360 spinning. That reminds me of uh, the first Aquaman movie. Which, I'm going to be honest, I would much rather... I have no interest in seeing Aquaman 2, but I would much rather be watching that in this movie. Really? You're not interested in seeing Aquaman 2? But, like, I felt like you were so excited about the seahorses. It's not enough to go make it go pay, like, $14 to go see in the theaters. Mm. Alright, and... Oh, this is... Is this Alfred? No, that's... This is Bruce is Wayne. It? it is? Oh, it's Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne. I'm the guy who lives here. Yeah. Okay. This is... It's not as cool as I thought it was going to be. I did not... Because this, this is a hit from the marketing and advertising that he, he let his hair grow out. Um, and crazy old he's man. essentially a, a hobo. Yeah. Rich hobo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There's General Zod invading. And he's explained the alternate timeline stuff. 
Don't you love these scenes where they explain things to other characters that the audience knows? Oh, yeah, of course. Because, like, who needs, you know, we always need all exposition because we have, like, the uh, attention span of ants or flies. Well, not me. Not me. Not me. I, I watch superior movies and I have superior attention span and I don't be on my phone. Uh, mm. So I, I, I don't want, I don't need that. You know. Oh, well. I'm not going to speak for Phil. Because, but Phil has admitted that he doesn't watch movies in theater, so he wants he wants to be treated. He's saying to the corporate students, he wants to be treated like an idiot. Just give me the algorithm. Give me the algorithm over and over and over again. You know what it is though. I feel like if if they made movie theaters much more homely, I'll probably go and watch theater. Movie <laughs> oh, I heard I heard about this. This is like some absurd scene where he having to explain the rules of time travel, which mm. is. First of all, this is completely unnecessary. Like, nobody cares about this, right? We, there's so many other things they should have put their energy on, like, they could care about the characters. Two, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to already care about them. You know who Barry Allen is. You know who Bruce Wayne is. You know who Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne is. So you already have that love because you have that nostalgia. Because I've watched 30 years of DC movies. Exactly. Also... How does how does Batman this this Bruce Wayne know how time travel works? He's kind of and multiverse. He explained the multiverse to them, you know. Which is like this Bruce is such Wayne. a this is just such a cheap, lazy writing here, right? right. This is so this, this is such lazy writing. Yeah, no, I I completely agree, and that's what, the that's, hot what it is. that's that's kind of clever. That that's kind of clever, you know. The hot mess he's doing the the spaghetti mm-hmm. metaphor. That's kind of clever, but this is otherwise extremely stupid. Because the thing is, like, we talked about it last time. Who is his audience? Who is the audience for this movie, right? Like, it's for Mm -hmm. franchise DC people because they would know all these cameos and references. But they would understand. They don't need these rules explained. They understand these rules. So that these rules are there for, like, the lay person, right? Uh, Like, you know, people like your wife who don't, who don't, (laughs) who have better things to do than to follow the continuity of all these fucking movies but yes. like they would get totally lost because they don't know all they don't know all this stuff like they have they like they would only know all this flash stuff if they watch justice league you know mm. so it's like it's kind of i don't know i don't know it's just it's it's, it's i hear a lot of people just talking about this stupid acquisition scene so much mm. it's just yeah. especially because like what we're an hour into the movie and they're still doing this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like the way, especially like these movies, because they're trying to cram so much like stuff into it, they feel like they need to get as much exposition as possible. So every scene that we see that's not an action scene is an explanation scene. So it alternates between explanation and action just so you have enough information to feel like you're smart, but also at the same time, the action is to, like, take away your attention? Well, that's basically what the first Aquaman was. It's, like, exposition followed by an explosion. Yeah. Right. And there was, like, a really... Someone made a joke about The Office, but it summed up that movie so perfectly, right? It's, like, the episode where Michael Scott is trying to do improv comedy, but he's such a bad Mm -hmm. job because he always interrupts everyone's skits. By busting in, pretending he's a police, like with a gun, like, see, I'm, you know, I'm detective Michael Scott. Right? <laughs> and he just ruined it every scene so much because it just doesn't inorganic and force. But that's not the Aquaman perfectly, right? It's just mm. whatever the, whatever 
they need to get the plot moving. The exposition is done. It's just always an explosion <laughs> or the yeah. bag. You know, it's 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 uh it's Black Manta comes in or Orm comes in or some people have guns coming in. Right. And it's just so, the same. It's not to debate to do that degree in this movie, but it's still kind of you know, they're pandering to the lowest down denominator. And you know who you are, so I'm not gonna apologize. They they love this movie because they don't want they just want they don't want they don't want to be treated like geniuses. They just want to see, oh look, it's a cameo, it's a reference. Oh, I feel I feel my big brain because I, I recognize I'm a comic book guy. Not even a comic book guy anymore. I'm a I'm a comic book movie guy. You know, like, right? Because you, know. you have people, you have people who argue about comic book movies, but have no idea about the background history of the characters because their view is so narrowed. So, like, oh, I think this would have been better if, you know, oh, I think one argument I saw the other day online was like, I think it would have worked better if Raphael was the last Ronin, you know, rather than Michelangelo. But like, it's like the whole point is supposed to be Michelangelo because he's the fun-loving party guy who had to be hardened because he lost it, he lost his brothers. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah, for a comic that's three years old. Yeah, but I didn't know because when my buddy explained to me, and it's as cool with the way you explained to me that apparently that was supposed to be a twist. That's Michelangelo. Yeah, it was supposed to be a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the other thing, you know, if if you want to watch Michael Keane Batman, you know what's a better movie to watch? First of all, you couldn't watch those movies. Right. And I, don't, I don't even like those movies that much. You know what? I just saw it much better that has Michael Keane? Spotlight. Also on Netflix. Great, great movie. I fucking love that movie, Spotlight. I like Birdman. Birdman was cool. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it because uh, I, I thought it was good, like shitting on superheroes in, a, in like a dumb way. Like, yeah. uh, and, you know, I didn't want to feel offended. I heard it's much smarter than that, though. Oh, yeah, no, it definitely is, because it's more about, like, the exploration of coming to terms with who you are, because, like, you, because, like, the idea is, like, he's, like, so you know how in comics, like, they're always stuck within the one thing, like, Peter Parker always has to be a loser, rather yeah. than, you know, being happy with his wife and kids, yeah. Um, so it's pretty much that, so, because Michael Keaton's character has, uh, what's it called? Um, dementia. D- oh, okay. Dementia. Yeah. So it's like, you know, trying to come to terms with, with that okay. and, like, seeing. Okay, it's also that director apparently is just kind of an asshole. <laughs> you know, that's the same guy who did The Revenant. The Revenant, the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. gets, gets you know, mauled by a bear movie. Yeah. And you don't know, this, you know the stories about the stuff behind the scenes? No, I don't. So I don't. the director was such an asshole. He's, like, kind of Kubrick-esque and, like, he just keeps everyone in, like, really pushing working conditions. That's like, you know, for the art, you know, but in a way that just makes you difficult to work for. And it was like also shooting the har- the harsh weather, right? Everyone's so miserable. And things came to such a, things were so tense. Things were so fucking tense that uh, Tom Hardy went to the director and said, like, we're all, like, we're having enough of this shit. The only way we're going to keep working for you is I get to put you in a headlock. <laughs> the, director, the, director, the director agreed to it. You know, diffuse attention, and then because of that, he put him in a headlock. You know, kind of beat the shit out of him, and all the crew members wore shirts of that image with that image on their shirts. That's and amazing. That's how much. That's how much. I guess to his credit, he knew he was being difficult. He had to, you know, relent a little bit. But like, would you would you want to work with someone like that? <laughs> you know, not at all. 
But, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and, and I always keep that in mind when people talk about, like, these, like, really not talented directors, but who are, like, very nice to the people they work with, like Kevin Smith and Jack Schneider. They're, like, serious yeah. flaws as a storyteller, but they're very nice by all reports. Versus, like, you want to work with someone like that guy, the Revenant Birdman guy, who's, like, a genius, who is legitimately really good, but... And you will learn so much. Yeah, it's an yeah. asshole to look for. It's, it's, it's a yeah. quite interesting question I always think about. You know? I mean, because, like, it, it's funny you say that, because it's, like, one of those things in comics where it's, like, you can only be three. So it's, like, you can be very nice, you can be very good, you can be very good and um turn, what was turn it, stuff it was, on, turn, turn, turn stuff in that starts st- turn stuff in on time so it's like you can only be two of the three yeah i mean it would be nice to be all three but that's not that's pretty hard <laughs> you know it would be right nice, you know but they, they're willing to tolerate you missing one if you're one of the if you're two of them instead Exactly. So, like, I feel like we, like, so Greg Lang, for example, right? He turns his stuff in on time. He's probably a nice guy. Uh, and I, at some point, he used to, you know, be that guy. Like, when he used to draw Nightwing for DC, but then I guess after a while, he just try, get, had to keep getting faster. Yep. See, and like, listen, why are we talking about this instead of The Flash? Because it's a fucking boring movie. <laughs> it is so not interesting, and especially for, you know, me and Phil, we read this stuff all the time. We've grown up on this stuff. We are supposed yeah. to be the target audience, and we're fucking bored of this stuff. You know, or I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not going to make any assumptions for Phil. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly have no idea what's going on, but I just turned the corner and I see different Michael Keaton suits. So, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the best thing. This this is the best thing this movie has going for it. It's like, okay, there's something cool, but it's like it's like it's not worth two and a half spending fourteen dollars go sit through two and a half hours, especially when there are the same type of movie that do such a better job, like Blue Beetle. All right, mm. go fucking watch Blue Beetle, everyone. If you don't, racist. <laughs> <laughs> like Phil, Phil's racist. We're not watching it yet. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not too sure about that yet. Okay. Racist. Racist. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know what the plot is. They had the, I guess they convinced Batman to come out of his retirement to go help them stop Zod, I guess. I guess. Because, like, now the uh, bat plane is coming from the ceiling. Is it? What is it actually called? Is it the Batwing? But I don't think they can call it that anymore. I don't think they call it the Batwing anymore because of the character Batwing. Yeah. Yeah, so what what is it called in the comics? Is it I'm pretty sure I could have sworn it was the black bat plane. Okay, yeah. I don't know. It's just <laughs> Yeah, what is it actually called in the comics? I'm sure it has an official name. Yeah, or did he just bat it was bat plane, bat wing, bat jet, or bat gyro. Okay. Oh, here we go. This is the thing that made everyone This is what the marketing department had to do to downplay Ezra Miller. If we're gonna lead into Michael Keaton the Flash. And yeah. here's the lie. Here's 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 the lie. Say the lie, Bart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't do it. You know, <laughs> I didn't do it. That's basically sums up this whole movie. This is a two and a half hours of say the lie, Bart. I don't know. Yeah, this is uh. Anyway, I don't know what else we got to say about this. I mean, uh, it's it's the the it's Batman. Like, I mean. Did he fly the bat plane in uh, the first movie? Batman yeah, Forever? Bat- 
In the, oh, the first it, one, not the no, second one. No, he did. He did. He did do Batman Forever because I remember he's like he. I remember that as a kid. It was so cool. It's like, yeah, he's taking the plane to go to the Riddler, and Robin takes the boat. It's so cool, you know. Yeah. But he, no, but the first Batman is infamous. That's why I still don't like it. In that, like, what he don't do? He shoots the Joker. He tried to shoot the Joker, strafing it. <laughs> it's like this makes, you know, you know. I'm not the I'm I'm the most not fanboy. Don't. It's true to the text type of thing, but that is a sequence that just fundamentally misunderstands that character. And you know, Tim Burton obviously is not very interested in that character. I would argue he's not interested in the character as he is in the villains and the aesthetic. That's uh, true because I mean, Batman Returns is uh, is yeah. Also and as we as we and the thing is, I feel like I'm correct in saying that because what is it everyone complained about? Snack Snyder's Batman versus Superman. Why is Batman? Like, Why is Batman killing all these people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Tim Burton gets a pass with Jack Snyder, and I say this is like, no, we should also condemn Jack Snyder. Condemn uh, Tim, Tim Burton. Yeah. Condemn Tim Burton along with Jack Snyder. This rip sticks. That's a really strange. That is a really. Question. Yeah, that's what. Who says that? I was gonna say you're more hip to like you know the what what the what you're more hip to the streets with what they say. So I'm assuming you know. Yeah, that no, what they that's, say? no, that's absolutely not. Like that's I know no college age student who would say something like that, and I work with them. So yeah, you work with Gen Z, you know, and I I deal with Gen Z and younger at one of my three jobs, and they don't talk like that. They say you know fire, which is that, <laughs> cult, is that cultural appropriation, Phil, for white people to say that? Yes, it is. Okay. What if I said this is fire? Oh, no, no, I felt dirty saying that. I don't, yeah, I feel I feel it's such an old man like me. I, even ironically, <laughs> yeah, like, even ironically, I'm just like, how do you do, Phil? Kids, that's what it feels like. I mean, like I, I feel the same way when I try to use like younger people slang. So like the the favorite people, the favorite word kids like to say is cap, in order to refer to as like a lie. Okay. It's very weird, but whatever. Yeah, I, it's it because it's like okay, so I'm gonna put my etymology hat on, right? So welcome to Professor Fleming's Ebonics class, or you know, African American <laughs> vernacular. You can't, you can't say that. You can't say that anymore, apparently. Yeah, we go. Yes, yes, yes. So welcome to Professor Fleming's African American vernacular English. So no cap, I believe, right, is a very short form of capping, uh, which is what. We used to say, uh, well, what I, well, not me, like, uh, certain parts of America used to say as, like, you like, yo, no capping, like, blah, 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 right? It's very, like, something said in, like, the mid-90s, um, which I think has taken another life now. It's, like, one of those fascinating things. You know, that's, of- that's spaghetti metaphor scene when the multiverse is making me really hungry, because I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> And more of this goddamn slow mo speed thing. They need to do better with the uh, with speed and so in you know. Films. So listeners, another great movie you should watch instead of this. I watched Godzilla. Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah, but uh, that too. But I just watched Godzilla minus one two weeks ago, and uh, it's fucking brilliant. You know, everyone should watch that. Um, that budget for that movie was only was only fifteen million dollars. Uh, apparently. That's not the the director came out and said I wish it was fifteen million dollars. Oh, okay. So it was probably much less than that. Oh, it. Oh, it was actually even less. I thought you meant like that's incorrect. It costs more. Like no, it's actually less than that. No, he yeah, it was less than that. So wow, but like this movie is literally at least twenty times more 
20 times the budget and it looked so yeah. much worse because like you would not like godzilla was done so well it's like are you kidding me less than 15 million dollars it looked so great right like mm. you, you thought you would have thought it had this this movie's budget right and yet right. it looks so terrible because it's not just like 20 effect shots and like just spamming reshoots it's like they knew they got the story they knew how to selectively focus the the time of these fx vfx people like you know we're gonna plan it we're gonna plan our shots plan our story about making it as effective as it is right and it's also oh. like a lot of less is more like a lot of godzilla's at night and we did we saw them in like limited shots for most of it the whole big scrotum thing i don't know what was that about the okay so i i was listening to you but i was also like trying really trying to focus on michael keaton seeing if he was going to do the uh batman head turn like he did in the first movie <laughs> Which he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. So for uh, listeners who don't know the story, is that the costume, uh, he couldn't turn his neck because it's just like a solid headpiece. So every time you had to turn, you had to turn his whole body. <laughs> and once you know it, you can't ignore it in those first four movies, like oh all the way through gosh. Batman and Robins. I think Batman Begins to even extent. Batman Begins. They had to fix it in uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, and they make they make a reference to that. It's like you want to be able yeah. to turn your head as part of like they work as a sword. I mean, they 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 the way they solved it is they designed the helmet to be like a motorcycle helmet. They changed the cow. Yes, yes, they changed the cow to be more motorcycle helmet like. So then, oh wow, this is their Valzad, but instead of Valzad, it's Supergirl. Who's Valzad? Oh, I don't know was that because it's Flashpoint of Superman. So who's who's Val? So Val Zod is the Kryptonian in uh, Earth Two during the New Fifty Two. He was uh, the black. He was Black Superman. Earth Two with like the Justice, the Alternate Justice Society. Yeah, all the that? Alternate Justice Society. Yeah. Okay. I I this I did not know about this character at all. What happened? What happened to? What happened to? Him? So Valzad was locked up in a American research facility, um, and they, the Justice Society, broke him out. This was during uh, Darkseid's invasion of Earth. Oh yeah, I remember. That was kind of strange. That strange decision. Whatever. Mm. Uh, I remember that. In that, like, I remember the advertisers like Earth Two. Like, we got Earth Two. You know, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. I thought it looked pretty fucking boring. And then it turned out the yeah. twist is that like they all got killed. So here, here's what you really signed up. It's Alan Scott and the other Alan Jesse, Scott, you know. Jay, yeah, Jay Gary, God, uh, uh, well, Kendra, was it Kendra Southern? Southern? I don't, I don't, 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 I don't, I don't know. Don't, don't get into the hot continuity, all right? Let's not get into that. <laughs> all right. You know, I was also, you know, what's another bad thing I just watched? I started catching up on the latest season of Harley Quinn. Much better. Much better version. And it's all the same stuff you people want for this movie, all the DC references. Much funnier. Much better. Cause it has no reference. Yes, it's like it's not afraid to make fun. But yeah, I bring it up because like Hawk Hawkman, Hawk Girl show up and that's what you reminded me of. It's like they don't bother. I think you might call you might call her Kendra, but you know nobody cares about the oh, who it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean Kendra or Shiara. Like this this and then I forgot what the other yeah. one was. I didn't even know there was a third one. Oh my god! Because because the first because the first one the first uh, hot girl I never remember her name. Like I think Kendra is the newest is the newer one. 
Like, okay. have you have yeah. you read Metal? Dark Knight's Metal. Yes. Yes, I don't really remember. Yeah, I remember there's some hot girl show that because the whole Ed Metal thingy. I didn't yes. really fully understand it. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna put my hands in the air, enjoy the ride. I don't understand, <laughs> I don't understand this Ed Metal stuff. It feels like I feel like there's a bunch of tie-in books I didn't read before, but I don't. I'm not gonna read that. So, uh, so fascinating enough, right? This is nerdy Philip going on, right? So apparently, N T H, the way it's pronounced, is Knight Metal. Okay, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Whoever, whoever, whoever uh, cares enough to correct someone on that, I'm just like, uh, I'm just like nerd. I'll just push him. I'll just like pull wedgie on him. <laughs> you know, it's like who really cares enough about if that's correctly pronounced? Uh, um, I say, I say that because I was corrected because I was calling it nth metal as well. Yeah, they get. You know what? They call it that in Justice League Unlimited, so I don't care. That's my that's my uh, standard, mm. right? That's why I chuckle, not Roz. And Batman Begins is like Roz, and, and I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I, I choose to not. I choose to. This. I'm not going to acknowledge that. Mm. Um. Anyway, I don't really care about this. The hot girl continuity stuff. I'm just like, hey, hot girls show up in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. That's cool. Along with all these other awesome characters. Um, they're beating up some. Did you watch? So the the person who directed the Flash, he did the two it movies. Did you bother watching those movies? That that is not my wheelhouse. I don't care nothing about no it. Yeah, I also don't care about it. I just nothing against. I just didn't have interest for the clown thing. Yeah, we got a Supergirl here. You know, this would be kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) This is a. I'm also wondering. I, I like how every background is a green screen. Yeah, there's so much of it. I'm also yeah. wondering why. How come the bullets? Obviously, they bounce off her because she's could tell you. How come they don't? Why are they not shredding her clothes as well? There would be bullet holes in her clothes. Uh, they're Kryptonian clothes. That makes even less sense. <laughs> and like again, this is super stupid nerdy nitpicky stuff but that's how boring this fucking movie this fucking scene is <laughs> so we have time to like think about this stuff uh she she does have holes in it so i guess i don't i don't know really i guess i didn't quite see it this flash costume is bothering me so much just seeing his, his what, like what's 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 your beef with this flash costume i tell you about it like there's 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 like not below the the waist it, it got rid of a lot of the visual design Mm. Uh, uh, from the comics, right? There's not, there's that, that there's no that belt, right? Remember that belt? Yeah. So it's just a lot of like empty. That word, nothing at all. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's Netflix. I can tell me, especially because. We just saw him in the flash shoot from his behind, right? Tell me that, that it doesn't remind you of that. That is, I until you mentioned it, I was not thinking that. But now that you said it, I can't unsee it. Yeah, it's just such a not great design on the suit, right? Because they, they they got rid of all the armor plating stuff, which is good, but they they just didn't really do anything else with it. 
you know, and I guess, you know, I guess it's hard to make it translate. I know there's a whole thing about you can't make the comic design doesn't quite fully translate to real life, but, you know, it's also, I, I mean, mean it's, yeah. it's also the issue. I, the issue, though, it's like it's probably a CG suit like it was a Green Lantern. So, you know, whatever. Is it? I thought it was like part practical, part CG. Like the parts that are CG are the parts that like the visual effects team like edited. Yeah, but I also think it's like the action scenes are clearly CG, right? Oh yeah, of course. So I just, um, I kind of wish I had this sound on because I would like to hear this actress Sasha Kale talk. On I heard I heard she was good at Supergirl. I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything bad about Supergirl. Did you hear anything bad? About this actress? I didn't. I've heard that she was the best part of this movie. Yeah, so maybe I'll watch a YouTube clip. I'm not gonna rewatch this movie, but I'll watch a YouTube clip with her. Like she deserves. She got a raw deal out of all this stuff. She did, right? Yeah. The whole reboot and and the, the it bombing and all that. Because I would like to see her. What what else has she done? Let me see. Um, um, I don't know. Like this is my first time ever seeing her. Yeah. Um, so, like, how how we feel about the Supergirl costume? I know a lot of people, there's some controversy, I guess. Uh, uh, give me, well, you talk first, since you're you you know your visual stuff. How do you feel from a yeah. visual standpoint? How do you feel about the costume? From a visual standpoint, I like it. To be completely honest, it, it's like reminiscent of like your classic Superman suit, but at the same time, it's like stands wholly on its own uh, with the top red. Uh, across her chest as well as her uh, underarm sleeves. Low-key, it kind of reminds me of the Spider-Man uh, costume just a little bit, like the way the shoulders are done. But, I mean, again, me personally, I like it. How do you I feel think, about it? I think the issue, and some people have that problem, is that there isn't anything, there's no visual element around the waist below. Mm. Right? And it makes her, I know some, some there's some sex, you know, you want to go that route of like, well, social justice representation whatever it makes her look like really bare right mm-hmm. almost like form-fitting naked mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go into that too much i don't really that's not my wheelhouse i think it needs to like more it needs some some kind of element that's what the same problem with the flash costume like that around that area it's just so bare it needs some kind of visual element yeah uh it just looks kind of empty also i think it needs some yellow to balance out. it's all red and blue there's a little bit of yellow in the middle but it doesn't really like it needs like some like people I like the yellow belt personally, you know. <laughs> like it could have used that to counterbalance the visual elements. Right. See, with I I, I can I can agree with that, yes. But I also see like the yellow as a focal point. So like with the yellow within the, the, the S on her chest, like your eye automatically goes to that. Yeah, but the um, way they the way they color it, it's not a bright yellow, it's a dull yellow the way it's a dull yellow. Yeah. yeah. Because everything has to be armor, right? Because it's Kryptonian armor. That's how that works. Yeah. Uh, you know what they need to do? They need to make a live-action uh, Superman with the electric powers. That's what they need to do. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. No one is asking for Superman right now. I'm asking for that. I, I like blue Shut Superman. Up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What's wrong with you? Don't even, don't even joke. Oh, gosh. Like, I think about- I... And the I thing about it, issue. and the thing about it, it's like, oh, Superman and Lois, they make Superman's costume looks good, right? It's a similar yeah. aesthetic, but he looks really good. He doesn't even have, like, the, the Speedo thing. 
right? But I don't have that problem. That that movie, you know, that's a show that's not a CW show. That's a way lower budget, you know. Well, also, everyone, don't watch this movie. Go watch Superman Lois. The late, they put the latest season up. Fantastic show. It got a little wonky in the last season, but they they may come back at the end with a certain character showing up and some 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 classic Superman stuff that Phil's never gonna watch. Oh, is it Parasite? I bet it's Parasite. Or Metallo. No. Par- Parasite was the arc villain in season two. Okay. Season- I told you, all right, in season three, who it was. We probably forgot. Oh, no, I, re- I remember. I remember. Yeah, because at first it's like um, Bruno Mannheim, but it's played by uh, Chad L. Coleman. I would know him as Cuddy from The Wire. Phil probably mm-hmm. just know him as the- whoever he was in The Walking Dead, where he got killed off for uh, The Expanse. Which, for the expanse. Which is much better because he was so much better in the expanse. <laughs> uh, but he was Bruno Mannheim, and then they switched to the new villain, which was Lex Luthor, right? Who's played also by the guy in The Walking Dead. Um, Abraham, that actor. Mm. And he's a very good Lex Luthor. And I, like their, <laughs> I like their take on it because they basically did like the Wilson Fist with Daredevil, right? He's just in prison and like he just like takes over the prison. That's funny. Yeah, and that's why he's bald because like he's been in prison. He shaved his head. Mm. But then uh, spoilers. I don't care, listeners. And Phil, I'm gonna remind you again. You know what he does? He takes Bizarro leftover from season two, turns him into Doomsday. <sighs> and it was so fuck. And that it was so fucking cool. That finale, <laughs> like that Doomsday fight. That's what we should. That's what we needed in Batman v Superman. Right. This is the mm. Doomsday fight we deserved. Yes. Anyways, because they're fighting on the moon, you know, <laughs> like they like he sends them up to the moon. <laughs> All right. Anyways. That's that's pretty cool. That's, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyways, there's a there's a there's Michael Shannon, right? Much. This movie paid for Boardwalk Empire <laughs> and and dives out. Yeah, like I'm honestly <laughs> very surprised. Like Michael Shannon returning, he's just like like Frank Grillo returning in um in Endgame. So I'll read about that because they they wrote they wanted Zod to be the villain and Michael Shannon actually asked Jack Schneider because like he's not involved with this but it's like you know should I I want to ask first and he's like eh, it's fine do what you need mm-hmm. and, yeah, and 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 Michael Shannon straight up said like this is a paycheck movie because <laughs> like this the way they the way it does Zod in this is not as interesting as Zod and Man of Steel like he got hey, to Man do he got to do whatever you say about that movie Michael Shannon was a great Zod. Right. He was, though he his his uh, controlling of his voice was always an, was always annoying because he was like, "I will find him, I will find him, I will find him." Yeah, but like as I understand, he got to like actually act, he got to like have a lot of ideas about how to do that character and whatnot. For as this cla- movie, he's, was just... he's a classically trained actor, right? I like think so. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's done good stuff, right? But this this was my idea. This was like, all right, put your time clock movie. You know, can't give me my paycheck so I can go do Knives Out. <laughs> you know, whatever crazy, crazy indie dark, dark drama, you know. Mm. I love Michael Shannon. Great. Ever go watch him, Boardwalk Empire. Van Alden. He's he's also one of my favorite characters in that show. Van, Major Van Alden. Mine too, mine too. Like, in the beginning, I hated him. But, like, as to see him, like, progress from, like, federal agent to, you know, muscle for <laughs> the... Uh, yeah. For the Sicilian gangsters, it was like, oh, that's that's for Al dope. Capone, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is okay. This is a kind of cool change, right? Doing the they're gonna 
recreate the the lightning axe that give his powers, but they do it with the bat the bat wing thing in the sky. That's kind of cool, you know. Mm. It's not as dark as it is in the comics, isn't it? Like it's, 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 he's in an electric chair, like how they execute prisoners, right? Because it's uh, like, because uh, I think in the in the actual Flashpoint comic, it was uh, it failed the first time, yeah, right? It failed the first time, so it's like, holy shit, you killed them! And then they like, did they just do it again, or it was like a delayed thing? I thought it was a cop yeah. out. Apparently, Jeff Johns dropped by uh, one of the comic book stores here in Portland over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently left some signed books. I guess to promote his like his own studio line or whatever that he's up to now. He's on creator own work stuff. Oh, he, oh yeah. He, he left DC. Yeah, he and whatever artist he's working with to do that creator own stuff. Uh, is it through Image, Dark Horse? Or? No, it's his own it's his own publisher. I I, I haven't followed Okay. It's Hopefully it's not that distillery crap. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, remember I told you about distillery, the the creator own like micro, not micro, but like crypto uh, comic. Oh, essentially, I don't think so. I think it's his own line. He's like starting his own line of books, kind of doing. He's like kind of well, like Mark, you know, like Miller World. It's the Mark Millar. Jeff Johns is like doing some more things. Like Jeff Johns. Okay, like Jinx but he's, World you know, and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like that. But you know, he's not. I would assume he's not egotistical enough to name it after himself. Yeah. What world? Uh, that's what we should. Oh yeah, I need to tell you, Phil. Uh, our comic—that's rebranding our comic, the, our production. It's no longer Disney Robot. It's uh, Wong Wong World. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, that's uh, uh. We can work on the top. I gotta, I gotta get my name in there. All right. Okay. You have a problem with that? You have a problem with that? You can, we can you can talk to my agent. You can talk to my. You have your people talk to my people. All right, you see. Well, anyways, yeah, this movie, right? Supergirl. Oh my god, how much longer? How much more time is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like 40 minutes? 45 minutes? Oh my god, yes, 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's just like, all right, Flash. I, got the I'm Christ. so confused. I, how did... How did how did that work? How did it work the second time? Did you just got to get electrocuted again or something? Like, I don't understand this. I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. Uh-huh. I think maybe he just needed, maybe Supergirl had to raise him higher? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, like put him in a so like, higher in the atmosphere mm-hmm. and we're giving him a new Flash costume made out of the Batman suit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I do like that. I do like the the lightning on the boots. That is, I do like that. That is, that is something that was missing. That is, you know what Shut the up. lightning on the boot is? It's the freaking wings on the helmet. Shut up! You like you like wings on Namor. I like wings uh, on Namor. Like they're a part of his anatomy. Yeah. Well, why why can't it be on Cat America's helmet? Why can't it be on Thor's helmet? Huh? Because there's because it's silly. Little done. Silly. <laughs> Just funny, funny. Putting feathers, feather wings on Namor's feet like freaking Peter Pan. That's silly. That's not that's silly. silly. That's, that's, his, that's his mutation. That's you're, fucking see, Peter you're Pan. making fun of his mutation? You're racist. Uh, uh, it's Peter Pan. That's my problem. It's fucking Peter Pan. Right? <laughs> Go get your Peter Pan shit out of here. 
get them get them fairy wings out of here man get out yeah of go here. go you know you're like go go fly away with wendy on, on the ship with captain hook and visit the lost boys and rufio and and Smee and all that See, I, I, you know more than I do because I don't remember Peter Pan. You didn't watch Peter, you didn't watch Peter Pan growing up? Of course, I mean, I did watch it. I just don't... Wait, Rufio, wasn't that the... What's it called? Danny Brosnan's yes, character? Mixed, I totally mixed it all. I mixed like three different <laughs> things together. It was like oh. the, the Disney movie Hook and then like the unauthorized, the non-Disney animated series of Fox that they, you know, Disney like sued. Be like, hey, it's public domain, but you can't use it because we got it. Mm. Uh, yeah, Rufio. It's not Hook, man. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Still will be better than The Flash, but not a good movie. Mm. You uh, know, I always find Kryptonians funny because they're like, the Krypton you see, like, they're either like, oh my god, like, Krypton, Krypton was a utopia. Versus others are like, yo, like, you know, Mad Men, like Zod or Jack yeah. Burr. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. It's like, or it's like it's either a utopia, or it's like it was an awful world, and like Superman is like the the redemption, the has an atonement how awful the Kryptonian society was. Yeah, it's like yo, Kryptonian, they're a bunch of warlords, and like they yeah. try to conquer planets. Yeah, you know, or the eugenesis, right? Like it's a caste system and all that. Yeah, it's, it's a strange, like no, no, either or no in between. Personally, I call me call me an old fogey. I like the Superman animated series take on Krypton. Uh, I don't remember that. Like was, whenever I think of, is it is it similar to like the uh, Justice League episode where it's like the man who has everything? Yeah, yeah, just the design, the aesthetic. It made it kind of like, what's that guy that that famous sci-fi director said something? Oh, uh, designer. He's uh, Sid Mead. Yeah, it's like very like the, all the architecture was built kind of it's very Sydney influence, which I thought was a super way cool way to do it. Yeah, and like the I always found, I was because uh, I was gonna say I always found like the design for okay, so now it's coming to me like the design of Krypton of uh, Krypton, where because I mean, <clears throat> Metropolis was very Art Deco, yeah. while Krypton has like a similar vibe but like more futuristic, which I find fascinating. Yeah, um, but then most people, some for a long time, the comics they just made it look like uh, the movie where it's all crystal, crystal spires, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then, oh, it's a lot of people can give a lot of shit about Man of Steel for a lot of things. One thing I did like is that it, it was starting to move away from that aesthetic. Uh, mm. Like here's a different version of Krypton. There was like the ham-fisted metaphor of like uh, climate change because Krypton exploded because they were mining itself. <laughs> they were mining yeah. itself too much or something like that. Yeah, which was weird, because I thought it was, like, the sun. See, because, like, they keep changing. It was like, oh, Krypton exploded because it was mining too much. Or, like, you, the, the, the star blew up. So it destroyed, oh, yeah. like, the or, entire... Or Brainiac blew it up. Or some... Or, or Brainiac, Straczynski's, yeah. Or Earth, Earth 2, Earth 1, that weird book. It was just, like, alien, alien warlord that looked like Kiss blew it up. You know? Yeah. It's not a very good book. I was very disappointed. Uh, uh. And then... And then... The, my Adventures of Superman. That was an interesting uh, take on Krypton Kryptonians. Also a great series you should watch instead of The Flash. I fucking love that show. Uh, <laughs> Phil, you should really watch it, but you're never going to because, you know, you're a, you're a slave to the algorithm. Uh, I feel like the uh, Adventures of Superman would show up in my algorithm. 
Yeah, well, I don't see it. It's been out for how long? Yeah, I'll see. I don't hear you watching it. See, I don't hear you talking about it. Uh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, you know, because like I, it, it, it grabbed me when I saw the Sailor Moon transformation sequence. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's uh, there's Superman. There's, I don't know why this is where they're invading out in the middle of the desert. Like, I I know there's that people have that beef about Man of Steel. He's destroying the city, and I thought that was first kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't give a crap about that. That was like such a of all the things to. There's so many problems with that movie, but that's the thing that got people upset the most. Like, why is Superman saving people? Whatever. Um, this feels like kind of a ham-fisted apology. Is it? How do we solve that problem? They're just gonna fight in the desert. Hey, Nod! I I I, I, I like Nod. I, I'm glad this guy's back. I love Nod. I love Nod in the original Superman, the Richard Donner Superman. She's great too. I love Fiora. Fiora. I, yeah. I don't know if you know the, the same act. She's the same actress who played uh, Vanessa Fisk in Daredevil. Really? I had no idea. Yeah, she was so good in in, in Daredevil. She um, was. Yeah, and then she was good in the limited time she was in Man of Steel. Um, but I, I fucking love Nod. <laughs> you know, I was so happy <laughs> in Man of Steel. I was like, hey, it's Nod, it's a big guy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, now everything in this movie seems fake. Like every everything looks looks fake. The 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 mirror is like I mean, it's a mirror. The camera looks warped. Well, cause it's um, I hear some per talk, people talking about that. That kind of it's called motive. I think mean, it's like motivated camera work and unmotivated camera work, right? There's camera work uh-huh. where it's supposed to kind kind of simulate human perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all the shots are like it's as if a human would do, right? As if you were there. Versus like there's like shots that are like you know moving crane shots that are like impossible, but it looks cool. And right. the thing about it, I understand it's like it's an aesthetic choice, right? There's no right or wrong. Like either one, if you use either one is right. The problem is like it's inconsistent. Like you don't want to use both at the same time. Right? Yeah. And like I, I so I understand it. And when I ask, I bring this up because you saw. I know that's one of the big problems they had with Pacific Rim too, right? Hmm. Like all the camera work that's like that, they're like zooming in, zooming in, pulling back, like the yeah. Right? Yeah, because I'm assuming it, it, like it didn't feel like the first one. Yeah, because I'm like, does this the cinematography you just saw with that kind of remind you of Pacific Rim too? Mm. Right, because it's all like it's all like un, unmotivated camera work that's just there, not really to look cool, but it has doesn't really have a consistent narrative purpose. Right. Right. Um. I don't know what the thing is. I guess they have to they have to get her blood for oh yeah that Man of Steel plot line right they, they need her they need the blood need the blood have, in order to uh, repopulate or some shit yeah yeah and this is why Kal El died in this universe still doesn't mm-hmm. make sense all right that still doesn't make any sense from the timeline change personally yeah you know <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense but whatever it oh doesn't. here we go. Here's everyone. Say the line. Yeah, it's Bat. It's Michael Keaton, Batman, and it's Batwing. Yeah, say the line. Uh, see, this is the one instance where he just he just grappling hooked them, and it's like it does not. I would not have liked him to have guns in the Tim Burton one. This is the one time would be just like to have guns because <laughs> it's uh. like an actual invasion. <laughs> you know, he, he's like saving criminals. That's. That's that is it, you know. I would argue. I guess Batman. I would assume Batman would be less, more lenient about his code when there's an alien invasion, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, oh yeah, because like they're and not two, humans. And two, these are Kryptonians. They're gonna they're gonna survive that clash, right? Oh yeah. Exactly. Unless they take off I don't know. I feel like because like their armors, right? If I remember from Man of Steel, the thing about it is the atmosphere, they need it. They can't they can't be more atmosphere. That's that's like their yeah. weakness. So See, that's, why okay, have, okay. that's why they have that's why they have the hat that's why they have the helmets and the glass mask though. I thought it was assumed that the atmosphere would be poisoned for them until they've like discovered the power of the yellow sun. I thought that was the idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really I don't care about that stuff. I don't really remember that. <laughs> you know, they're, I kinda they're wanna more... I kind of want to rewatch Man of Steel again now because I used to watch that all the time. I kind of too too. All right, I you know I think whatever people draws visually, it is super cool. It is, it is, it man. Just like especially when he was flying through Metropolis, that was that was great. Oh, I was thinking about like the sequence where he learns to fly. That was really great. Oh yeah, no, that was that was really cool too. Yeah. All right. I think more people are gonna be mad about us saying that than any. Any woke problematic stuff <laughs> that we enjoyed, Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really. I reminds me of. It reminds me of a funny, a sad thing. It was like a a, a film analysis YouTube channel. I joined the Patreon to ask some questions on the Discord. Oh. I finally got to ask these two questions. It's like, what what got you? What got you more negative feedback from people who watch your channel? You criticizing the Trump administration and your video about Paddington too, because it's dealing about like. Tolerance towards people who are different and immigration. Uh, you look at more people. You criticize the Trump administration or your videos defending the Last Jedi. And he said, hands down, more people were mad. No one ever got mad about me saying anything political. I said, people still yell at me about me saying the Last Jedi was good. Oh yeah, that's where people's priorities are, right? Yes, because <laughs> that that is so similar. Yeah. By the way, Last Jedi was fucking great. And if you don't like it, you're uh, you're an idiot and or a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're like, or, yeah, the or, last uh, Jedi ruined Star Wars. Like, no, the last Jedi didn't ruin Star Wars. The last Jedi helped elevate Star Wars to the next level. All right, yeah. and then it was all because of your stupid whiny complaining, right? Uh, made it backtrack, and we got the worst movie in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So yeah, if you hate it again, you're racist, you're an idiot, or a Trump supporter, or both, or you're possibly a Russian agent. <laughs> they were they were stoked. They were like using bots to stoke fuels, which is really sad, in my opinion. That's that's how they can ferment discord. It's it's just this bridge is wide in the gap with last Jedi. That's so crazy. That's how easy it is for us. For for that's how that's 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 what you get. You fucking fanboys, right? You make it so easy for for political dissent. Anyways, um, there's some punchy punchy exploding stuff. Did you? Did you catch any of that, Phil? Uh, punchy, punchy, exploding. Oh, oh man, she got oh, stabbed. She got stabbed. Oh, yeah, wow. it's a uh, Kryptonian metal, which I guess can hurt Kryptonians. Kryptonians. Yeah, I don't know, it's super strong metal. Who knows? That's weird. It, it was the um, the way that wrist plate thing. It reminded me of. I don't know, it reminds me of something. Terminator Two. Maybe? No, Robocop. Yeah, oh, Robocop. Robocop. Yeah. Robocop. Yeah, it's like a basically it's a USB port. We also stash people with it. <laughs> yeah, I kinda yeah, now I wanna watch Robocop again. First of all, so great, but that's what it is. Like it's a your fucking USB port. Yeah. You know? But it's it's like a razor edge. It's a crack <laughs> Um there's some uh there's also a better version of this is like the episode of Justice League Unlimited, 
the one Warren Ellis wrote with like the gray goo like nano machines. Do you remember that episode? I do not. It's the one where the atom. It's like the atom. It's like the big. It's like the first one where it's like all the Justice Leagues came out, right? All mm. all bajillion of them. But the main, the, the kind of the main character was the atom. The closest one. Okay. Was that the one where he was like in Wonder Woman's cleavage? Yes. Yeah. That's how uh, she carried up to the battle site. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh, that's like a much better version of this. It's the same type of like superheroes just fighting robots, right? And it's a big, cool mm. scale. That was much better than this because it was the first time you got to see all these characters do a big scene. Because so at that point, they only done like a few at a time. Right. People kept complaining about that. I was like, you know what? They're right. Let's let's do an episode every once in a while. We just have everyone in there. And I love it because it had the Adam voiced by uh, Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Uh, John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley was perfect as Ray Palmer. They're doing. They're going back in time again. See, this is also what I fucking hate about this. Is that like, hey, how do we solve the problem? How do we solve the problem? Let's just run back in time every fucking time. That's, that All was right. always the thing. But they, but then like the moral of the story is stop running back in time. <laughs> except now. Always... Except this time. Oh, what about now? Huh? They're running back in time. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same thing about like that was like the big. The few, you know, the Zack Schneider, no, the uh, the Zack, the, the Jack Snyder cut, a Justice League, and I was like, "Is this really how we're gonna solve it?" He just runs back time, solve time side. Yeah, that would be, be very silly. <laughs> he just runs back and die. <laughs> like when you open the can of worms, man, it's just. Okay. <laughs> Such an interesting uh, thing to did, have. Did you hear me? Did you catch I did not. It like was cutting out. All right, what were you, what were you just saying? I said it's interesting. This feature on the bat plane of like rotating while the cop picks stay still. That's pretty cool. Uh, that actually does make sense. I think that's like I can understand. I don't know if actual fighter planes can do that, but I understand that there's an actual practical thing. So you because you have to turn upside down, so you have to turn the whole plane down and all that. Okay. Uh, what's it called? Maverick would be spitting at Batman. He's like, how dare you? You're supposed to fight the G-Force. Um, I don't know. He's Batman. He could, he could tolerate G-Forces. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he spent, like, you know, he, he, you know, he, he learned how to do it, right? If he, can make, if he can make a backup personality in his fucking brain, in case he ever gets brainwashed, right, according to Batman yeah. RP, which is arguably the greatest Batman run arc ever. He, I think he could take some, go up in a fighter jet and take some G-forces. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're all fighting Zod. And they're doing the Cyclone thing. I don't know what they're trying to do with the Cyclone thing. Although it was like a distraction. Dang, they <laughs> killed her again? Wow. The the Cyclone. Oh, no, he's trying to get her blood. That's what, he, that's what he's trying to do. Right, but he's like doing like a killing stab. Yeah, this is also I would argue from a writing point. Like, this is based the conflict of this movie is basically it's Man of Steel. Right, that's just yeah. it's just Man of Steel, you know. Oh, so this is the Man of Steel two we never got. Damn. Except, except, sorry, the Flash, Batman. Yeah, like it's not even that 
Like, the story is just a previous movie, you know? It's just Man of Steel, and not... It's not even as... It doesn't even look as good. It's not even as cool, right? True. Yeah, but, you know, more non. And Batman versus non. How's Batman gonna beat non, everyone? Blows oh. that up. <laughs> oh, but he didn't actually blow it up. True, it was just, like, impact. But it looks like Batman took too many hits to the head, so now he has CTE. Oh, yep, that's the end of, because, you know, he is just Batman, and he's fighting <laughs> against Non. Um, I'm sure this would be cooler if he had sound on, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, I'm just kind of having a funny time imagining this in Birdman now. <laughs> but also, you know, Michael Keane, I'm sure, you know, this this paid for some a, a good a good movie he later was <laughs> in, you know, this is a paycheck for him, too. Yeah. Michael Keen. I'm enjoying the Michael Keen Renaissance. So, you know, whatever. Whatever helps him get money for Spotlight and whatever fantastic movies. There's something he was in, I think I just saw. Did you ever see the uh that uh last what is it called? Uh, the the Demeter? Um Last Voyage no, of the Demeter. I heard I heard yeah, I heard mixed reviews. Oh, uh, I um, I'll, I'll watch it eventually, but I, uh, me and my friends we were talking about seeing it. Oh, I forgot he was in Morbius. <laughs> he can't be as the Vulture. Okay, that was definitely a paycheck movie. <laughs> oh, know? yeah, because he was like, guys like us. That was so stupid. So, so stupid on so many levels. But, you know, I'm sure this, I, I'm hoping this movie paid for uh, something good he was in. Um, or some theater movie or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Michael Keaton got his. Uh, I'm very happy Michael Keaton gets getting his his revi- his career revival in the last decade. What's going on, uh, Fiora? Uh, yeah, Flash just kills Fiora. I no, thought the Flash is supposed again? to kill people. I thought he's not supposed to kill people. He's not Batman. Oh, it's the, it's the other Barry. It's okay. It's the other Barry. That one doesn't count. Cause he's, he's uh, you know, it's it's the alternate timeline Barry. So we can do whatever we want. Cause it's just alternate timeline Barry. That's that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Uh, see, we can take as much time as it takes. <laughs> Even the movie acknowledges like this time travel just undermines the story. Right, they are doing it. They're just reversing all the deaths over and over. Come on, come on, people. Mm. This is this is so silly. Yeah, somewhere out there, there's people who really wanted to, who really wanted this movie. Those those fanboys. Oh. And you know, go watch Bulbito instead. Which... I didn't want this. I wanted Cyborg. Was a cyborg movie? I wasn't asking for a cyborg movie. I no, like especially like I wanted a cyborg movie, especially after reading David Walker's uh, Cyborg Room. Yeah, someone was telling me maybe it was David Walker's or maybe David Walker Codas and John J. Class, and apparently DC. And show you how not how the higher ups of DC understand black culture. They wanted him to give Cyborg a chain, a gold chain yeah, on his yeah. neck. <laughs> I'm just like, 
They just saw me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, Phil. You, you don't wear a gold chain, do you? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you have one. I, I, I don't wear chains. I'm sure someone you know has what, a cousin or something that or one, right? I mean, like, I, yeah, like back in the day, like that used to be the big thing. I mean, well, yes, back in the day, I, I knew a lot of people who wore chains. I know some people who still wear chains. Um, unless you're some sort of like high profile rapper who doesn't know the, uh, quant, like the, uh, what is it called? The impact that money and like the jewelry that they buy depreciates in value and, or is not as real <laughs> as they think it is. Um, you know, like not, that's not really a thing, but you know, someone, you know, some friend or cousin, you're saying if that friend or cousin who wore a chain became a cyborg. They still wouldn't wear a chain around their possibly cybernetic metal metal around the cybernetic neck. neck? No, because, <laughs> because at this point they are they are the chain. <sighs> it's just it's just I just man, uh, cyber, why does cyborg need a chain? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Maybe, what if your neck and your chest was still human, still flesh? When you want to wear it to reclaim your remind yourself of your humanity? Uh no, because like if my neck and my and my chest were still flesh, then that would automatically remind me of my humanity. (laughs) 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 That's that's the best answer. Uh, Okay, there's there's the character moment, right? The character learns their lesson, right? It's the overcoming the thing they need to their want and their need, and is that. He needs to let go. Oh. He needs to accept his mom's death, right? So he needs to go turning, back in time. He's, he's he realize what he's turning into. I don't know, but I don't know what he can be. All I know is that the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking the reverse. I was thinking more of uh, Black Flash. Oh, uh, about like the the death Grim Reaper yes. Flash thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, this is okay. I was gonna say this is this is. I, I want reverse Flash. Right? I want give me, give me the silly. That's why I love the Flash show in the first season. Embrace the silliness of the reverse Flash, mm. and and Zoom, you know, and all that. And all right, this is very silly though. Uh, this is uh, I'm not sure why. Why is he? Why does he look like that? Because Speed Force, or something like that. Yeah, it's because it's, I think it's like every time he was going back into the past, like he kept like getting pieces or something. That's what I thought because I could have sworn that was Barry. Yeah, and then this is another Barry. There's like, ugh, this is so lame, you know? Yeah. Uh, shooting light. There's a lot of lightning shooting. That's something that always annoys me. Is that like the Flash can run. He can run super fast. You know, you don't need to make him shoot lightning. He can run super fast. You know, <laughs> why do you shoot lightning? He needs a range attack. He needs yes. to, you know, DPS. Shazam does that. Let Shazam have that, right? He can move fast and he can shoot lightning. Shazam 2 mm. was not a great movie. Even that was better than this movie. You know, because at least it was fun. It was entertaining. This is just boring as hell. Mm. You know, Black Lightning can shoot lightning. He doesn't need to run fast. I mean, yeah, because that's that's his ability. He's like a human generator. Yeah. Also, racist. Oh, look at Jay Garrick. What? What? Damn it! I missed it. <laughs> There's George Reeves. What? Jay Garrick from what? Like from the show or just? 
No, just, just, some some random, just some random guy. Okay, there's Jay Garrick. Okay. I thought, okay, I thought you meant like one of the specific ones in the multiverse. Oh, no. Okay, there's there's a George Reeves Superman. This is uh, this is what everyone cleaned their pants. All those fanboys cleaned their pants over. This is uh, yeah, Christopher Reeves CG Superman. Really bad, real bad CG. There's there's CG Supergirl. Oh, Adam CG. West, Adam West Batman. Uh, I'm not quite there yet. Uh, cause my internet froze a little bit. No. Um, perfectly full proof. Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's funny. That's that's a little funny. Um, the thing about this is that I do I do enjoy how they only show certain ones to acknowledge. Like even the Nick, Nicholas Cage, I heard this was, this was actually legit funny. When I heard about this. Yeah. Giant do you know you know the story behind this, right? I don't. Oh my. Okay, this is great. Way to close it out. It makes it worth it. You, ever, you need to go look up, look up uh, Kevin Smith on YouTube. Kevin Smith, Superman Lives. At one okay. point, he was. At one point, he was. He was going. He was chosen to write a Superman script, right? Mm-hmm. At this, this is right after like clerks chasing Amy. He was like the hottest writer at the time, which is so mm-hmm. funny compared to now, right? But at one time, he was like the guy Hollywood was chasing. He wanted to do Superman Lives, but he's like he can't just write. You know, he can't just give like a property that big. He can't just give it to someone and write it. He had to go talk to uh, the producer, which was John right. Peters. And John Peters is like wacko insane, uh, and he was like telling him all these things the super the Superman movie had to be he needed to have. It's like okay, number one, no tights because I think his words because it's the nineties and and John Peters is not a very forward guy. It's too it's too gay, right? No tights. Uh, I don't want to see I don't want to see I don't want to see him fly, right? I don't want to see that fly. Too gay. It's like okay, and flying is too gay. That's crazy. Yeah, and I don't want to see him like punch anywhere or something like that. It's like these absurd demands. He didn't understand the character. He also another demand. He some demands. He he wanted Superman claiming to put a script. He fights a giant spider, right? Because I I just the way he puts it. I watched this the Discovery Channel. Spiders are the most vicious animal in the animal kingdom, right? Every movie we have put a giant spider. Long story short, Kevin Smith gives away gives up this movie because it's kind of dumb and going nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Fast, you know, flash f- fast forward a year or two. Uh, Kevin Smith is watching The Wild Wild West, and he's saying this movie is such, such a piece of shit. And he sees like what shows up in the movie a giant, a giant spider. spider. And with the credits, funny. who's the producer? John Peters. <laughs> And yeah, and this the Superman list, the script he was going to work on, was going to be played by uh, Nicolas Cage, and doing the, the mm. long hair thing. There's a whole documentary about that failed Superman movie. It looked kind of cool. The story sounded like a mess, but like Tim Burns, like yeah, take no, on Tim Superman Burns was going to direct it. And, and, and I've and seen I've seen Cage. the uh, Nick Cage in the costume as well, but yeah. the giant spider but, thing, I had no idea. Yeah, it's you got you have to go watch it on YouTube. It's like 30 minutes. It's just like this is a good example of how this is how Hollywood legitimately works right. see this, okay this, 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 this crazy producer you know how he got started you know he got started this is legit he got started he was barbara strachan's hairdresser and his hairdresser yeah yeah somehow failed upwards to become a big time hollywood producer that's crazy yeah meanwhile there's like how many people who are like we just had like historic long strikes for the writers guild and actors guild who are like people who are like on food stamps making this stuff and like this guy 
<laughs> is in charge of like making movies, you know. Anyways, mm-hmm. giant mechanic, the giant spider is a way funny thing. You, you, you gotta watch that. That's find it on YouTube that story about Kevin Smith's rant. It's so fucking funny. Okay. Um, I just I, I do find it funny to include that, but they don't include all the failed DC projects. Like, hey, where's the Green Lantern movie? We're right. steel. We're steel. Why won't DC? Why won't the DC multiverse acknowledge Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, or yeah, I forget. Man, wow! But you want Steel? I, I want you. You said Superman. You said you want Superman Red and Blue. But I want I want Shaquille O'Neal Steel back. You know, as if you would have asked me this ten years ago, I would have said no. But now you're asking me ten years later, I would have been like, yeah, let's let's see let's see some Shaquille O'Neal Steel. He's an old man uh, now, so you probably can't like you know do much as he wanted to. But like, I'll I'll be down for it. Or like, yeah, who, who, like I would just want a Steel movie to begin with. Yeah, and. You know, he's intrinsically tied to Superman, so it wouldn't make sense to give him his own movie. But, uh, you know, you know, you, you can make Old Man, like, you know, Old Man Steel, like the Old Man Logan with Steel or Dark Knight Returns with Steel. Oh, right? he's in the, the suit does all the fighting for him, you know? Uh, let's see. So if we were to do like a Old Man Steel, uh, I guess what would, that, what would that be called? You know, we, I mean, we had Steel in uh, Superman. Oh, yeah. It cut out. Yeah, the internet cut out on me again. Oh, your internet cut out on you. Because, like, you started sounding like a robot. Yes, I'm sorry that I'm stuck to my landlord's internet, but I can't afford to have my own place. I'm very sorry for that, Phil. You need to tell him to upgrade his internet. He needs to have 5Gs or something. It is 5Gs. Oh, he needs a he needs another five Gs then. Make it ten. <laughs> hey, look, there's, there's look, there's like such blatant product placement because we could see the cereal brands, Cocoa Puffs, Lucky Charms. How much money? How much money do they do you think they paid to put, go on the movie? Uh, a, a half. Uh, I'd say like also, fifty mil each. This is also ridiculous, right? Like the whole shelf is the first top shelf is all Cocoa Puffs. The second top mm-hmm. shelf is all Lucky Charms. Come on. Whether you go to a grocery store, they have like maybe three boxes of space at most on a shelf. <laughs> right. Right. Like like the director, like, come on. The fact have they ever walked to a grocery store? Yeah, see, but like, you know, this is all General Mills. So it's like <laughs> General Mills owns the no, store. So they... No, no, you no, no. I just I just wrote I wrote I found the answer. He he went back in time, right? He changed the timeline. So General Mills has a monopoly on the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Flashpoint, right? Flashpoint. All they went. It's like uh, the franchise wars and Demolition Man, where Taco Bell took over. General, he messed with time. General Mills owns. General Mills is. Yeah. There we go. They won. They won the serial franchise wars. That would make me so angry because I don't eat that kind of cereal. You don't eat general. You don't eat Honey Nut Cheerios. No. First of all, all their cereal just has so much goddamn sugar. <laughs> like, like straight up nutritionists have said, you are better off eating a slice of pizza for breakfast than eating any of these bowls of cereal. Mm. 
which is a bowl of sugar. It's a bowl of candy and milk. That sounds amazing. You know, I'm I'm getting older. Candy doesn't taste good anymore. Like <laughs> Simpsons. That um, means you're, you're you're getting old, Eric. That's what that means. Well, li- I mean, your taste buds literally change as you get older. That's true. So, um, what's going on here? He's getting. A, I'm really fucking hungry too because he has a hot dog. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Um, what's going on? Oh, they are in court for like an appeal for uh Barry's His, dad. Yeah. Did they solve it? What did they solve the time thing? I don't know. I don't really understand. I don't know what happened. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. We we're talking about Serio and us uh, and Shaquille Neal Steel. Uh, so I think this is like to prove to prove his innocence that he he wasn't the one who killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Ron Livingston, also in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, man, I hope I hope this I hope this movie paid for him to be something good. <clears throat> in other news, right? Let's look up what's going on in comic book DC news. Apparently. Matt Reeves' upcoming Arkham TV show is actually part of the upcoming DCU, not his Mark, not his the Batman universe. Oh, interesting. And I'm saying, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) If anyone who cares about this, like, come on. Like, I'm reading all these internet comments. They're like, I want this to be independent. Like, just shut up. Who cares if it's just if it's good? That's all I care about, right? If it's visually cool, if it's got good acting, good writing. All right, shut up, you fucking nerds. Mm. I really want spaghetti now. All right, so that means you got to go make some spaghetti. Well, it's one of those things where I'm so hungry, I don't have time to cook because I want to eat now. And if I, by the time it would take me to go out and get food, it would be the time I could cook. Mm. Also, I might just go, I kind of, I finished all my work tonight, so I kind of want to chill. Sunday's my my only real full day off, so I kind of just want to go rewatch Godzilla minus one again. I'll get some <laughs> food. It's still playing in theaters, thank God. So, Phil, you need to go watch it before they take it out of theaters. Yeah, I know. All right, it was originally only going to be for one week, and then they extended it because it was so successful, and then they extended it again because it's so successful, but, you know, how many, how many chances are you going to get, Phil? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I don't watch, know. I'm to watch The Boy and the Heron instead. That seems... I haven't watched it yet. Boy and the Heron. Is it still playing at some cool theater? Uh, it might be, because uh, I know the independent theater... Oh, look, it's George Clooney. What? Damn it, I missed it. Who was he? Where I know he's Bruce Wayne. Where was he? Uh, right outside the courthouse. Maybe either I missed it or I'm not there yet. Is he in the car? Uh, there's a car pulling up. No, he. Oh yes, yes, he is in the car. Yeah, George Clooney. How much do they pay him to be in this movie? <laughs> you know, uh, it's like this is totally a paycheck movie. You know, for oh, George yeah. Clooney. It's just, um, you know what this whole movie. You know what sums up this movie. We made a lot of Simpsons jokes and comparisons. You know what mm-hmm. sums up this movie the best? It's the Halloween episode where Homer goes back in time and solves it, and he comes back in time, and it's just like <laughs> they have their tongues. They it is back to normal, but they're eating with they're eating, they're eating, eating with their yeah. They have like frog tongues. Yeah, it's not close enough. Yeah, because <laughs> he screwed it up. This isn't his Batman. This is a Ben Affleck Batman. 
you know? That was my that was my favorite Halloween episode where because he just goes back in time and smashes everything with the bat. Mm-hmm. That's the so, thing. Like this isn't Ben Affleck Batman. He screwed it up, but it's like yeah. it's good enough, right? It's good enough. It's good enough. Like, old man, <laughs> old man Batman. <laughs> uh, I really, ugh, this movie is so. Bad. I want to go. I really want to go watch Godzilla minus one now. <laughs> Get this memory. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna go watch more Blue Eyed Samurai on Netflix. But no, I have to get my password from my my friend whose Netflix I'm using. Mm. Phil, Phil, give like me Blue Eyed Samurai. Is that good? It's really fucking good. Okay. It's the All only right, reason so... why I would I would I would legit type, I would pay for Netflix for a month just to keep watching it. Oh wow. But Phil, give me give me Netflix so I can watch Blue Eyed Samurai. Right I now. don't have Netflix. Okay, well, you need to go get on someone's Netflix and watch Blue Eyed Samurai. I'll tell you more okay. about it after after the podcast. Hey, look, uh, there's a there's a dog hugging a baby. That baby got out of the <laughs> microwave. <laughs> I am gonna I am definitely gonna go watch Godzilla minus one after this. I need to get this, right. this, I need to scrub my brain of this stupid get the, get, get the taste out of your mouth. Yeah, I need to watch something really good. Godzilla is just so fucking good. You know, That's funny. I, I need to scrub my brain from it and i want to relax because if i'm not looking forward to next week merry christmas everyone happy hanukkah have a kooky kwanzaa <laughs> top pet you know roaring ramadan you know 2023 i think this watching this summed up my 2023 this mm. terrible this really incredibly mediocre movie but there was a yeah. few things that were kind of fun a little bit any any final thoughts? Um, any closing thoughts on the Omnibus 2023, The Flash, Bill? Uh, the best part oh, of the film was that's why one. why did they that's why they put so much focus on the guy eating the hot dog. That was the, that was the director in a cameo. Oh, um, that's, that's self, that was self-indulgent. Yeah, it was. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, the best part of that movie was the. Uh, inclusion of Supergirl and she needs her justice. Supergirl needs justice. Justice for Supergirl. Maybe, she, maybe I don't know. James, James Gunn seems, kind of, seems like the kind of guy who would include her and find her, find a way to work her in a later movie. Mm. Maybe yeah. on that note, I'm Eric Wong. Alpha Fleming, and uh, we are the Superman, the animated series. No, wait, no, better yet, we are the uh, Batman, Superman, uh, the Adventures of Batman and Superman. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. Happy 2023, everyone. Yay. Woo. Yeah. See you all later. 2024. See you in the future. Right. 2024 is what, what happened in the year 2024. I think that's Blade Runner. Oh, no. That's 2049. That's, that's 2049. Pause. Damn, something happens in 2024.